Hello. That that, that, that just blew out some drums. <laughs> Episode three, Justin, you ready? Yep. We've got Connor back for more, and we've got Justin McAfee making his zinger debut tonight. Here we are, ladies and gentlemen. That's right. Uh, Justin, two days removed from a New York City voyage. Yes, landed at noon on Thursday to make sure I could get a half day of work. Yes, and a half day of golf prep for uh, a big round today, which we're going to hear about in a moment. Wasn't great. (laughs) We've got a brutal little agenda. So Justin and Connor both returned from premier NHL experiences, which I'm dying to hear about. And uh, we've got Mito Pereira, someone I had never heard of as of Thursday. The Chilean. Three strokes up in the PJ Championship. We've got a a Draymond segment. We've got, uh, now that it's late uh, May, all of my kind of, any buzz I get, I start to kind of think about September football. Love it. We've got some uh, Boise State. Love that. Oregon State. We got a, a line out, an actual betting line for some Labor Day football already out. Uh, NBA playoffs going on in the background. Miami beating Boston by 20 right now. We're trying to figure out why every single NBA playoff game sucks. But first, uh, a, a non-sports review of your New York City trip. I, I truly have only seen your wife's uh, <laughs> social media content. I know nothing from what your so, perspective is. Non-sports related part of the trip. Yeah, because we'll get we'll get to penguins here. We'll get to our. We'll, we'll get to. Uh, Blanking on the golf course name. Beth Page Black, Ooh, yeah, guy yes. absolutely <laughs> topping one off the first tee. <laughs> was, we'll, we'll get to that. Very, very bad. There was a lot of golf course visiting. There are some big name golf courses over there, and there was a lot of driving, throwing the car in park, and watching a couple people tee off. But <laughs> the, the uh, New York trip was split into two different segments. One out in the Hamptons, which was awesome. The other in the city, which New York City is disgusting. It is not great these days. But rats and trash. You know, there's good parts of the city, but you also have the richest of the rich living on a street where 10 yards outside their front door are 20 garbage bags that haven't been picked up in two or three days. And they're waiting for the trash guys, and there's trash everywhere, and it's just, it's too busy of a city. But they have every shopping store you could ever imagine. Was Ellen just, because you guys guys have done New York. Yeah, we've done New York a couple times, but we we didn't do a ton of high-end shopping, which I'm very surprised that she did not purchase any. Thing. It, she loves purchasing designer something designer like in person, but this time we went to our biggest purchases were at Uniqlo. Shout out Uniqlo if you've never heard of them. Is it I have like it. U- unique Uniqlo? Roger, oh. uh, sorry, not Roger Federer. Um, Clemens. No other tennis star. Agassi. No, he's left. Billy Nadal. <laughs> Nadal and. Uh, I think it is actually Roger Federer. I'm sorry. They on on with their Nike stuff. Um, Roger's a big Uniqlo guy. It's an Asian brand. It's super cheap, and their stuff's great. Hmm. 
Anyways, mm-hmm. and you, we could find that on Five Foot Nine. Uh, no, Justin's uh, wife's uh, sh- yeah. platform. Yeah, Reg- regardless, out. shout out, shout out, shout out five, five Foot Nine blog for Five Foot Nine ladies or Five Foot Nine men that would like to <laughs> and taller like and taller, right? And taller, yes. Tall focus. Yeah. So we we flew into JFK. First off, let me tell you about our flight experience. Mm. We had some. <laughs> Uh, credits to use and we paid it some additional money and we were able to upgrade to full-on beds in a united plane oh. so that was entertaining we could either go through denver and have two shorter flights and sit in the normal class or pay a little bit extra and fly back to san francisco and then have a five and a half hour flight to jfk with beds, in beds. <laughs> that you could fully recline but for you, EJ, and you, Connor, no. I am 6'2 on a very good day, 6'1 and three quarters, and I was struggling when I fully laid down as to fit. You got to so, bend the knees a little bit. Yeah, anybody over. But regardless, we got a little meal. I will say meals that I've had on Alaska Airlines have been a little better. They have alcohol. This is United. Oh, yeah. Yeah. United is full. I mean, all that stuff is... Full alcohol, full drink, whatever. But I had to drive a rental car when we landed, so I wasn't. Yeah. So we took our flight. We landed in JFK at five o'clock, and it was very busy. PM. Okay. Okay. At five o'clock PM, and it was very busy. It took us about two hours to get out to the Hamptons. Checked into our hotel, and the Hamptons is a very cool experience if you have money. It's (laughs) it's. It takes a lot of money to vacation there, and it takes a lot of money to live there. One of the coolest things, we drove up and down this... It was so foggy the whole time there, we could barely see any of the houses. But we're driving down this one road, and there's four houses on Zillow between 22 and $75 million. Yeah. This one that's getting built has 22 bed, 27 bathrooms, 32,000 square feet. It's like there's not a place out there for... you know. That's somewhat nice for less than $10 million. It's just crazy. But the hotel prices, there's restaurants, shops, coffee shops, and golf. Hmm. That's about all you do in the Hamptons. Is that on Long Island? Yes. It goes Long Island, and then out past Long Island starts West Hampton, South Hampton, East Hampton. And then you can go all the way to the tip, which is Montauk. What's the best? What's the bougiest of the three? Uh... A little, little, little bit, little bit of. West is probably this, the, not as bougie, but Southampton has some huge places because it has the most waterfront places. But like Jay Z and Beyonce live in East Hampton, and yes, I did drive and find their driveway, and it was way back in the woods, and nobody could ever find it. And as we're like sitting in front of their driveway, some little Kia Soul comes peeling out of the driveway, and it was kind of weird. It's Jay Z. No, I had no idea. Damn. But you get way back in some of them roads, and there's cars parked on both sides, and there's eight feet that you could can drive between places. And you probably shouldn't be back there unless you live back there, but you're only there once, so you got to do it. How far into the city is it from out there? Uh, about, depends on traffic, anywhere from hour and 45 to three hours. So do people actually live there? Who, no, like work I don't in think New York any, City or just just I don't a think anybody. Home. I don't think anybody commutes. It's kind of like going to Sun Valley or McCall. Yeah. It takes two hours to get to McCall on a weekend. It takes two hours to get out there to your house on a weekend. 
But it was fun. We drank coffee, found an awesome little coffee shop, and we went there, met the owner himself. He has three locations out there. He was going to open 75 locations, and then 9-11 happened, and basically his business closed up, and then he restarted his three locations out there. That was our favorite place to go to. So Ellen ran her race. That's the yeah. main reason we were out there. She ran a half marathon, the, the women's Southampton Marathon, I believe is what it's called, half marathon. And uh, there was a lot of women, and she did well and ran and just enjoyed her time. Had some knee issues. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely had some knee issues about mile seven, but she did not stop and finish to the finish wow. line. So. Have to be proud of her for that. That's cool. So, what, what? This is her second second half? half marathon. What was? I mean, I'm just curious. What? What time? Like, what? What's her time? Uh, I don't know exactly because I don't know how many minutes into the time she started. Yeah. Because they start in different sections. But are you asking because you've ran a half marathon <laughs> yourself? I ran one, and I also had knee issues, and she went You also issues, but persevered. Yeah, it sucked. Put up a decent time, from what I recall. Yeah, the goal was to survive A and B, finish under two hours. That's that's pretty solid. And I my, think there's people that finish in four hours at this yeah. point. Yeah. My official time, which comes at in a couple days later, because you have your... You know, kind of make it official. Yes. Yeah, with your little wristband or whatever. It was 159.54. That's impressive. Six seconds under the... That's because you're 6'8 and your legs are no, 10 no, feet long. It's not talent. It's pure... Your legs are 10 feet long. <laughs> so we... hurt like crazy. For we shopped. Days. We drove around. We drove through top five most exclusive golf course in the U.S., I would think, of Shinnecock Hills. There's a public road that drives right through it. Was that the... Um, Shinnecock's public, right? No. Oh. Very, very, very private. They only allow like wrong. 50 people to play it a day or something. Was that Phil slapping the yes. putt? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So, <laughs> Brooksy. Brooksy prevailed yeah. there, yeah. didn't he? Yeah. He did. Uh, U.S. Open? Yep. Like 2018 or something? Twenty Would have been 2018, yep. Yeah. Drove around the yep. rest of the place and then headed into the city. I mean, we did some more, but the Hamptons, it's a place to very just relax. Go out there and relax. Um then we went into the city and, um, yeah. There's no relaxing happening uh, Sunday night at Madison Square Garden. No, there was not. Yeah. So you're, you're just kind of give tell tell all of our all of our people where Obvious. your roots are, what two colors you bleed, and kind of what shirt you're wearing and all that. Who to are some you? people it's gold, to other people it's yellow. <laughs> I am a Pittsburgh sports fan. <laughs> They need an NBA team, so I bounce around NBA teams until they get one. But I am a diehard Pittsburgh Steelers, Pirates, and Penguins fan. <laughs> and I am currently wearing a Pittsburgh Penguins fan because I am still supporting my team even though we lost in the last round of the playoffs. So you said, two, like, a week and a half ago, you said, because Pittsburgh was up 3-1 in that series, am I right? Yep. And you and said, I, if I was texting seven, you. I didn't realize that. I was texting you about how I'm getting an air horn for the next round, <laughs> and you're coming over for the next round, and we're going to have a party. And But if some crazy thing happens, and it goes to Game 7, I'll be in New York, and I'm going to do my best to find my way into that building. <laughs> so, Friday night, in Pittsburgh, I'm over at... Uh, 5415 South Montague going crazy. 
We're tied at one to one. End of the third period, we lose. It's headed to game seven. So I told Ellen, are we going to the game? I wasn't at 54-15 Montague. I was actually in the Hamptons, but <laughs> the same thing. Um, close. <laughs> let me so, try to guess what Ellen's response was to that question. Uh, do they serve <laughs> drinks in the arena? No. Do they serve G&Ts in the arena? She is a Madison Dear Square Garden fan. <laughs> she is a she is a big Madison Square Garden fan. This is this was our second time. That's cool. Very familiar with the building because we went to the Jonas Brothers concert there. Okay. Oh. And that was Jonas Brothers. Those guys can put on a show. I'll tell you what. But anyways, we went to the Jonas Brothers in 2019, I believe, when we were there. Yeah. And so we we knew right where it was, and uh, it was. Only about 0. 0.4 miles from our hotel, so we could walk right to it. Um, so I looked at ticket prices, and there was no way that we were going to go. No, I'm not going to share with you how much we paid, so don't ask. But <laughs> the ticket prices were extremely high. Hmm. Fast forward a long time, and I bought our tickets at 6.57 p.m., and puck drop was at 7. <laughs> Did you okay so, over under six fifty seven to get in the building in U.S. dollars a piece? Yes. Yes. With fees, without fees. Ooh, great. Okay, great so we're right around there. Uh, that's all I'm saying. Okay. Yeah, that's all. That's all. Fine. It was. Yeah. It, well, it, you had it, it was, you had great seats. Yeah, they they were great seats. Um, I could have got some for cheaper, but I was at about six forty. There were some ones 20 minutes before the game. There were some that I was eyeing. And I tried to just bait it a little longer. And, oh, let me wait 10 more minutes. And they escaped. And then I had some eyes on some other ones. And I went to check out. And somebody else had bought them. And when it gets past 6.50, with less than 10 minutes to go, the tickets start going really fast. So I clicked on the other two. that I, I had a list of like five tickets that I was watching. And I, I had to get them. Because we were we were already committed, we were walking over there, we were already committed, and we were going. That is yeah. some. That is I. That might respect be your whole approach. Professional deal maker, you are. So that adrenaline pays your. I will mortgage, say, but that's that. I will say these tickets that I wrote down originally dropped seven hundred dollars <laughs> um, from when I originally first saw the them. The ones you ended so, up buying, yes. So do you think that's the way to do tickets from this from this point forward? I have if ran. If you're in a, another city, there's a ball game that night, sweet venue, pretty good game, buy it on StubHub one minute before the game? Yes, but you have no idea what ticket's going to be available. So if you want to, if you want a halfway decent seat, uh, I will say I use StubHub. I could have got a little bit a little different fees on Ticketmaster or something else, but that's where I, I got tried it. to log in and I couldn't remember my login information. Mm. I didn't have time to forget password and recreate the account and stuff. And my credit card is already saved in StubHub, so it was super easy. So um, shout out StubHub for making it easy. <laughs> shout out Ticketmaster, though lowest fees that I've seen. Yeah, and we'll get into we'll get yeah. Into there's the a new app. Game, a there's a new app called Game Time. And yeah. it's like, you know, everyone says that game time will have game time has junk for seats. Well, because yeah. they're a new app. So, yeah, but regardless, we got in the building. We saw the puck drop. 
we were not a minute late. As we walk in the building, I wasn't able to see who was singing it, but there was a voice singing the national anthem that could make a volcano erupt. Wow. This thing was loud. <laughs> this guy was extremely loud, extremely, <laughs> you know, and... Uh, like too much? Like was it a good anthem? No, it was, was it? fabulous. Okay. It's one of them national anthems with, you know, as they're getting towards the end, the crowd yeah. starts really getting into it. And, Three and a half minutes. And uh, <laughs> it was crazy. So let me, before I take up this whole hour here... We'll go let, four if we need to. Let me just say, the crowd was... I don't know if it was just because it was a Game 7 at home of a playoffs, which Game 7 at home in the playoffs <laughs> had, is, is big time. But the crowd, I mean, they can definitely be loud and cheer, but they are not very nice they <laughs> they are not nice to their team they are not yeah. nice to other fans east coast style there are a different. lot of new york ranger fans that curse swear yell at all the rangers players as to what are they doing shoot the bleeping <laughs> puck you idiots blah, blah 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 and then once the rangers score they're heroes i mean but the whole time in the crowd and then i if uh, I was very modest, I had a simple black shirt on and was cheering for the Penguins. And it was uh, once we were found out to be Penguins fans, we kind of got we didn't get any words from anybody. But the kid next to me kept whipping his towel around my head, and the guy behind us, when they would wave <laughs> their rally towels when they would score. But hey, I was there to soak it in, and there for there for the environment. I, I I was in the in the building and hey, you know it was a great game and I was just there for the whole ride. Over time. Do we want to cover the finish before we get into the my Dallas? Yeah, uh, yeah, type? yeah. I, I, just the the experience of the the, the it was game. Well, yeah, the game so, was the yeah the big... zero zero. You know that it's a very it's an arena where everybody sits and. As soon as, you know, everyone's standing up and cheering. And as soon as the puck dropped, you know, season ticket holder, six rows up. Sit down! Yelling at everybody. Everybody wants to be sat until there's a breakaway. And then everybody jumps up. And if it's goal, then everybody stands up. But if it's save or something, but uh, everybody sits down. But I, I can say I was up and, up and down out of my seat 50,000 times. <laughs> enjoying it with all the fans. Uh, worried that if I... Cheered too hard for the Penguins. There were a couple guys two rows up with way too many beers, and one would have came my direction. So I didn't want to get too into the Penguins scoring. There were some distinguished guests at Madison Square Garden that night, as I understand. Yes, there were. They do a very special thing every night called New York Celebrity Spotlight. (laughs) And during every timeout, every TV timeout, every sweep the ice thing they show whoever is in the stadium they show a highlight of what they're famous for and then they cut to a live picture of them sitting in the stands and everybody erupts so Kayvon Thibodeau which was the number four number five overall pick in the NFL draft this year he was from the New York Giants he was there 
the New York Giants head coach was there. The New York Jets quarterback was there. A bunch of actors were there, and um, I forget off the top of my head who else. But New York I mean, Mets. <laughs> yes, the the whole New York Mets team after losing to Seattle Mariners. Shout out Nick Bland. That earlier that day. Another tough one today. Yeah, is that their last win? On a up five zero today, lose six to five. Sounds like the Mariners. Um, I don't know if you were tuned into that game, but check swing on what's his face with bases loaded to end the game. Um, For the which, Mets which or the Mariners? <laughs> uh, when the Mets were playing the Mariners. Okay, before yeah. Who's the big? Pete Alonzo. Yes, Pete Alonzo. <laughs> Check swing. He didn't like it. Yeah. Down the line, umpire said he went for strike three to end the game. They're down one. Bases loaded. Alonzo, check swing, and he, he says, yes, he did. And um, We were uh, eating dinner at a little pub beforehand, and the uh, lady was not pleased about that call in New York. She was all decked <laughs> out in her Mets, but should have got a video. That would have been something else. But... Uh, also, this is off subject, but I have to say it is Connor, when you and I were when you and I were in Michigan, we went to Go Blue. We went to a pub that everybody was screaming and yelling their TVs everywhere. I found the exact same place in New York. Love TVs that. everywhere. And we sat on the second deck overlooking downstairs that's, everything, oh, and they had a great. DJ in there that was trying to get people riled up for the game. And in the most New York accent he could say, Let's go Rangers! Let's go Rangers! About every 10 seconds. And nobody in the restaurant cared. Where you at, Rangers fans? Let's go Rangers! And it would be dead silent. That's not how Rangers fans cheer. Let's go Rangers. Cheer. Yeah. And so it was, uh, that was about two hours before that's, the puck dropped. That's and, great. and it was just funny. The whole time I was telling Ellen, this is exactly the same place that Connor and I are in Michigan. Just picture this. And it, anyways, that was, that was a hoot. But back to the game. Can't ask for much more. Game seven in the playoffs. Winner goes home. One of my favorite things Loser, about right? Loser yes, home in the NHL? yeah, yeah, Always that's how it Loser works. goes home. Okay. One of my favorite <laughs> things in the in the NHL is it's a it's called a handshake game. the The teams do not say congrats or anything to each other during games one to six, but yeah. whatever game ends the series, they always get together and shake hands, yeah. and that's one of my favorite things. And so it was exciting to know that you're guaranteed to see a handshake game. You're guaranteed to know that one team's going home and to be there and have it go to overtime. Can't ask for much more. Power play goal for the Rangers in OT. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Under five. Pittsburgh Pittsburgh did to themselves in in normal overtime in the regular season, it's three on three. And overtime ends pretty quick. But in the playoffs, they still do five five on five. No chance at a shootout or anything like that. It's just play till the first person scores. So um, yeah. Power play, we got a high-sticking penalty, I believe, and uh, they scored about a minute 15 into it. Oh, right. Right. Quick. Oh. Okay. A minute 15 into the power play. Oh. It was okay. like five minutes in. Hmm. So, but yeah, um, and Ellen enjoyed the game as much as I did. That's cool. She cheered. She is fully ready for a Steelheads game, she told me. <laughs> she said she understands what a shorthanded goal is because the Penguins scored a shorthanded goal. 
fully knows what a power play is, where the penalty box is, everything about hockey that not everything that you want to know, but Can enough she to know. Icing. No, <laughs> nor I do I. Icing? Nor do yeah. I understand. Okay, icing. I got you because okay. we looked it up when we were at the Stars game. But on that note, on the Steelheads, we're still on for sixteen-person suite. <laughs> love that. Who's we, in? Do we have a date? No, we get to pick the game. I plan on it being <sighs> Friday or Saturday night. <sighs> love that. Love that Salt. auction life. Um, so, icing. Yeah. What is icing? Should so icing is when the team going towards the goal you want to go to where you want to score for your team, yeah. you're behind the center ice line, which I believe is the red line. Is yeah. that correct? I think you're behind the blue line on your side. Behind the red line. Okay. And you obviously, whatever you, what do you call it? Advance you you, you flick puck. it. You, oh. you sh- you're not shooting it, but maybe you're trying to clear it. Yeah. You're trying to clear the puck, and if nobody touches it on the defending team, and it goes beyond... The goalie, what's like the goalie's line? The line behind like the goalie. line as well. Like behind the, that red line? line? kind of. We've got, we've got okay. icing. Okay. But, but isn't it up to the discretion there, of the goalie if he wants icing or not? The goalie can go out there and like stop it from going behind the line. But he and can. That, that negates icing. Right. Also, if there's a player in the vicinity that could have stopped it. Oh, and the official oh. deems that he just like let it go, kind of like if in baseball you just like take a pitch and you don't like try to get out of the way. Yeah. If he was there and could have stopped it from going behind the line, the goalie okay. or the official can just play on. That's like it's so not. That, it's not. Easy. That's why I've gathered that is it is like a judgment element to it. Yes. It's not objective. Definitely. Line. It's not necessarily reviewable. If that's even. And then it yeah. comes back to the team that shot it down their side. And then it's a face off. In the sense. not advantageous position yeah. in the for shooting, in the whoever clearing sets team. down there in their defensive area, and if it's during a power play, there is no there icing is no, for sense. the yeah. That's what they can the kill team or whatever yeah. they call that the shorthanded team. Yeah, the team yes. trying to kill yeah. the. So, so yeah, 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 we 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 looked that up. We we just there was like you know five or six icing calls, mm-hmm. and then the guys around you in the arena are are yelling one way or the yeah. other for what they thought. You know, like oh he he. He touched it, or like it went off his stick, like went off the stick of the defending team, and mm-hmm. just blown away by the by the hockey knowledge yeah. by some people out yeah. in the um, even in upper deck for where 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 we were. Not exactly the hockey's first place, Dallas. <laughs> yeah, so so I'll be brief with a little more brief than. Hey, hang a on. Great, <laughs> a great story. Hey, go hey, ahead. Hang on, one, one more thing here. Here we go. Um, after so, I mean, the place erupts, right? Rangers win. They're headed. You know, it's very sad for me. There's a group of Penguins that have played together for 15 years. That contracts are expired. We're not going to be able to pay them all. This is the last time they're skating off the ice. Sid the kid, Malkin. Yep. No, si- yeah, Malkin, Sidney Crosby, Evgeny. Yeah, I think that's how you say his first name. Evgeny Malkin and uh, Chris Letang okay. and Brian Rust. And so they've all been together for 12 to 15 years, depending on who you look at. But at least two of them 12. are out. Probably. But on the way out, um, the MSG crowd, I don't know how long it's been since they moved on to the playoffs. I don't know how long it's been since they've won a Stanley Cup. But, man, they were loose with their words. <laughs> Not towards direct fans, but 
in F Pittsburgh, go back to Pittsburgh, blah, 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 That's blah. That's garbage. And uh, that was the only downside of the night is just how vulgar fans were. But the atmosphere, I would do it again in a second. It was unbelievable. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, the, the, fan, the fans could be a little better at MSG. They're loud, but uh, there were some beer glasses thrown on the ice when uh, there was a penalty that was not called that the Rangers thought there should have been a penalty. There was uh, three plastic beer cups full thrown out on the ice mid-play, Ugh. and uh, wow. just New some, York sports fans, just some New York stuff. Them. Seriously, That's yeah. Imagine did if, it. And, imagine yeah. if any of their football teams were good. <laughs> yeah, jeez. <laughs> so that is all from me in Madison Square Garden, and then afterwards, good thing. I mean, you know, it's ten o'clock at night, so we walk back to the hotel and. Oh, walking distance. There we are. That's cool. Yeah, point four. Yeah. We did subway a lot when we were there. That's the way to do it. Yeah. Yeah. So, sure. So I was down in Dallas, yes. visiting my Day brother. Down Dallas. Visiting my brother and his family. <laughs> Flew into DFW. I spent most of my time in Northwest Plano, which is where my brother lives. What, 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 what boy state running backs from Plano, Texas? Uh. Jay? No. Jay Yeah? Well, he's from uh, overseas initially, but... Yes. He's Plano? By, by way of Plano. And Shane Williams Rhodes, I, I believe. Oh. I, I believe it. Uh, no, I mean, that's top three high school Maybe football BJ areas of the country. me if he's listening. Yeah. <laughs> so we spent most, a lot of my time in Plano visiting with the family, but we did, my brother and I, get out uh, away from the family for a couple days. One of the days we spent going down to the Cotton Bowl, not a not a super touristy place. I mean, most people when you're in Dallas probably wouldn't go to the Cotton Bowl, but it's like okay, this this is where Texas and Oklahoma meet midway, play the Cotton Bowl every year. Mm-hmm. Had a very nice uh, impromptu <laughs> tour from the assistant facilities manager. Sure, out there assistant we, to the facilities manager. Uh, probably, probably, but he told us he was the. Assistant facilities manager. More of a Stanley than a Dwight, right? Yeah, if you know it, <laughs> if you follow. Um, but nice guy, got to talking. The field was absolutely demolished from a Coldplay concert that had been oh. there a week prior. Part of the contract to get Coldplay to play there, or I guess however that was negotiated, Coldplay is paying for a new field because of what they did stage wise everything else absolutely (laughs) brown just tire marks just slaughtered the field so we go in there and we're like that's crazy very old very old stadium very old area concrete bleachers yeah that whole like that's where they have the texas state fair during the the week of that game completely I, i just i was blown away at just how I mean, that's probably one of, I would say, the worst sides of Dallas or just the oldest sides of Dallas. It's just not in a great area. But, I mean, the stadium is big. I think you can get 80,000 in there. Uh, He said they broke an attendance record, one of the most recent games, because they have the band, like, in one of the end zones. They basically just try to get as many people inside the stadium, even if they're not in the huh. you know traditional bleachers, huh. I think they hit a hundred thousand within the last couple of years. Huh. So I mean that's that's wild. We got to talking to the, this assistant manager. Um, 
Greg Williams was his name. The uh, <laughs> same name as the the Bounty Gate defensive coordinator for the for the yeah. Saints. I need to remember some of those hard knocks. I think he was a Browns. Yeah. He was a feature Browns on the Browns DC. hard knocks. I don't uh, care what your mom thinks. I don't care what your high school coach says. I don't give a fuck. You're, oh yeah, you're I got so, yeah. on Snapchat. It's brutal guy. Absolutely brutal guy. <laughs> Same name, different guy. Uh, gets us in his golf cart and just starts taking us around the around the facility. Takes us in the tunnel. There's really one tunnel on the whatever east end zone that just takes you down to the field. That's really the only way on the field. So both Texas and Oklahoma go off into that tunnel. Yeah, that's so cool. that's always, you know, uh, yeah. I'm sure a... a, a <laughs> whole thing to try to manage that and Go, a, and a desired seat to be right yeah. there yeah 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 right there on the edge and then the officials locker room is right in there which was cool for me to see yes being an official go down just take a little lap of the stadium takes us back out you know very informative very chatty guy takes us back out informs us that this is uh the the cotton bowl is in the running for Either the practice, one of the practice hubs for the World Cup in two years, oh. which I also learned is in fact in two years. They're keeping it on the old schedule. So there will oh. be two World Cups Let's within go. two years, as I was told <laughs> sure. by Greg Williams. Now I'm taking Greg for his word. I think that's true. I don't think there's too many soccer fans around here to really fact check, check that but Tyler Bates but that's what I'm we have downloads in Belgium that's so. yeah someone can call me on that if that's not right but that World Cup is in the US as I understand it various stadiums of course across the country that will get those games I actually saw a, a headline that they're like the final whatever 17 or 20 some stadiums have been selected they're going to raffle or pick them anyway yeah. yeah so Jerry World is in the running for a game Gotta be. And then Cotton Bowl is in the running for a practice hub, kind of middle America, easy airport to get in, in and out of, or like a media hub where just the media of all the networks and whoever comes in for the World Cup to, to cover it would have like a hub home base at at the Cotton Bowl. So that's a, that's a fun fact. That's, that's so 2024, uh, yeah. we'll, we'll see, you know. It'll be, be cool to see. But yeah, Greg told us all about it. Uh, we we were going to try to make a play to go up to like the press box. Yeah. But honestly, we were about ready to just get out of there by, by the time he had just <laughs> shown us everything. He did make a, a, a cool point about game day being there, I think, this last year. They're there. I think they're there every year on the Texas. On that week. It's yeah, a hard it could game be. to beat. Yeah, it's, it's a hard game year. to beat. Herb Street was on game day and then calling the game very soon after game day. I I was trying to think how that worked. I well, guess I guess that is the 12 o'clock kickoff. Yeah, that's yeah. 12 o'clock local mm-hmm. that week. So they had to get Herb Street from like the the point where they where they Fair. do their well they actually they were out on their normal location before the game and then they come into the stadium to do their picks. That's like what they're doing yeah. now. So they're in the stadium, just like huh. big noon kickoff. They were like that Ohio yeah. State, Michigan, do their picks, and then you got to get Herb Street up to the press box to then yeah. call the game five minutes yeah, from when he makes a pick yeah. to 
getting up there. And he didn't tell us the full story of like how it happened, but he basically just said that was like his biggest assignment all day. That's and he's so just cool. like, he's there from 6 to 10 or whatever, yeah. you know, 6 a.m. to 10 p.m. That was his like code, job. code red for, for <laughs> that day. Make sure Herb Street is in wow. the seat to welcome America into that broadcast. What an impossible job to execute. And, and I don't know how they did like, that. That's cool. I, he didn't yeah. tell. I, yeah, he just didn't share the details on that. Oh. But that was that was kind of a cool yeah. nugget. So anyway, then we leave the Cotton Bowl. We go to I don't know how we ended up there, but there's a Double A baseball oh, yeah. stadium. Really awesome stadium. I mean, right there. I think in McKinney. Oh, we went to yeah. see the Star, where the Cowboys headquarters are yeah. and where they practice. That's also in McKinney, I believe. Where the where the drone flew through. For yep, Harvard Hard Knocks yeah. drone. That whole thing. We were right there on that on that little you know imitation cool. field. Out, out in front of that. Yeah. There's, you know, the the classic like dad throwing with his kid, yeah. throwing a football to his kid out there. There's all kinds of things going on out there. But the stars also have that, so they have like a practice arena. I, at first, I was like, oh, this must just like be where the stars play. Like I wasn't thinking that like, oh yeah, they probably play at American Airlines with like the Mavs, but. The Stars, like, practice facility was there. There's a double-A baseball there. We go inside and talk to some people, and they're like, oh, yeah, they, they don't play here. You know, they play in American Airlines. And they're like, yeah, they've, like, they're playing tonight. They've got game six against yeah. the, the Flames, um, down, down two to three. So just go on StubHub, see how much tickets are. Because I, I was looking at Maverick tickets because the Mavs were yeah. also playing playoff series and it was like cheapest ticket, you know, three hundred bucks, and yeah. that'd be cool. But just it just was it was a lot. Bats I mean, and I lash at that, and he's in there. Yeah, I mean, he would have been he would have been ten rows up on <laughs> Sign t- me up. on TV. But you only live once, right? It's true. So, but the stars tickets, I couldn't believe it. You start looking, it's like thirty five, you know, thirty five forty bucks for just to get in the yeah. door. And it's like all right. So we kind of did the same thing, where. We were checking tickets all day, and actually, it was just such a busy day going around. We went to SMU. We were going over different parts of Dallas that it was kind of like, oh yeah, we'll, like we'll try to go to the game tonight. We'll, you know, wasn't for sure. We were just gonna we kind of tentatively planning on it, and so I just couldn't just, ever like sit down to get an, in an app and actually like check out, put my credit card in, all that. So so it kind of turned into this last minute purchase it's like all right we're planning on going to the game but i don't have the tickets yet we're driving down there are you trying to I'm find driving. two tickets yeah just, me and my brother just you and your brother yep. okay just two tickets we were looking at like the lower level you know being maybe 10 15 rows up somewhere within the lower bowl just just to be close i, I think it's cool to be close i haven't been to a lot of nhl hockey games but i thought it'd be cool to be close yeah. for you know game mm-hmm. six of a playoff series and so just like you some of those tickets were coming and going and like the good value ones were you know kept like getting pulled out right from right when i was trying to purchase them to someone else so i was like you know what maybe i'll just get like one or two rows up 300 level i've heard that that's a good view for hockey games just like being really high but being you know close to the edge where you feel Mm -hmm. like you're almost on top of the rink 
So that's what we ended up doing. We were two rows up, uh, end zone. I don't know how you, you say that yeah. in hockey. Right behind the goal mm-hmm. of, um, I guess they switched, but it felt like the Dallas goalie was there for probably two out of three periods, yeah. however that works. And it was an amazing view. Yeah. I mean, I would. I don't know how you felt when you were at, at the New York game. I just felt like, you know, almost just like video game view. You can see the whole rink. You can see the puck like at all times. Yeah. And you can see both ways. You can see the offense going north ahead of you and then coming towards you. And I I would do that before spending like, too much to be like too close where you might not be able to see. Like bottom level but 35 rows yeah. where you're like at a Absolutely. Yeah, I, I'd be. I mean, it'd be awesome to be like right there, right up against the glass, of yeah. course. But I would take that over like a thirty rows up lower bowl for sure. Is MSG is it vertical or is it pretty like bowl? Like it's like pretty bowl, sixteen thousand. Yeah, in there. So yeah. I was trying to compare it to extra mile, just visually. <laughs> yeah. It's only two levels at MSG. Yeah. So, well, there's the, there, there's a big lower level, then there's a row of suites. Yeah. And then yeah. there's the upper level. So two main levels with suites in, in the middle. Where I think, like, American sh- Airlines is more vertical, I bet. Yeah, it, it did feel really vertical. It did. And just the sound system in there, uh, they... I, going to a hockey game... Would probably prefer like a little more rock, like rock and roll. Yeah. That's just me. But they did. They were pretty strong on just like the hip hop, strong bass. Yep. Sounds good. Get the very, people going. Oh, similar. I appreciated the bass. Love the bass. Very similar. But when they scored a goal, so the game flow of the game I went to, Dallas ended up winning. It was Dallas scored one goal and then two goals. So they were up two nothing. Flames ended up tying it up at two, so there was some adversity. And then Dallas hit a a big one to go up 3-2, and then they had an empty netter, pulled goalie, you know, throw away 4-2 to to end it. And those that first goal, really the first two goals, and then the the third goal when they went ahead, that's that was bigger than any touchdown I I can remember. In, In any game i've been to live and especially the 300 level the 300 levels where you find the diehards whether they're intelligent or not that's where you find the diehards have you been to a touchdown speaking game that's indoors though what do you mean like seen an indoor touchdown like that that noise is trapped by a roof could be could be yeah, but, I haven't been to a, a dome, no. But I, I will football. agree with you. I, I don't think any sport really offers the like the release <laughs> for fans than hockey. That's a true. Hockey goal. Yeah. It's, so. Yeah, because I mean, a touchdown, like a touchdown to goal ratio, maybe fairly similar. There's maybe one or two more touchdowns yeah. on average. I mean, you got your field goals here and there, but touchdown is also like. You're inside the 15. Like it, it's, it, it could happen. Yeah. And hockey can be just so Inside. random. And there's a breakaway. Breakaway. And the crowd yeah. starts to rise. And then, yeah, that's. Put, put, give them the old five hole or above the left <laughs> shoulder. Yeah. And then, and then everyone's piling into the glass yeah. with and each other. Yeah. Same, right. So, like baseball, cool. Pitcher's duel, like three run homer. But you, you're watching and your team is hitting. 
you can't yeah. give away points. There's no turnovers. You're going yeah. to score or not. And football, I mean, yeah, you can throw an interception, return for a touchdown, but hockey more than any. Hockey and soccer. Any five to ten second stretch. Yeah. The best or the worst can happen. Yeah. And and the goals just mean so yeah. much in those sports. I mean, basketball, yeah, you can have a breakaway dunk, but it's like, okay, we've got 200 more of those. <laughs> those guys can come. shoot. Those, so, I, and I was watching an interview. A lot of those guys say, I just wanted to put the puck on net. Just like anything can happen, any bounce. You know, guys stick their sticks up and it ricochets off, but some of those holes over the goalie's yeah. shoulder, between his legs, around his pad, they got like six inches to work with. It's unbelievable. The, the thing you don't real well, if you're a hockey fan, you probably realize this, but just how they try to redirect those yeah. shots. Mm-hmm. If you see a, a guy winding up from like just inside the line, and then shoots it like there's a good chance someone's trying to redirect yeah. that. It's yeah. not like it's just a straight up shot. Yeah. And you can, I mean, you watch the slow mo of yeah. like the goals. It's just what it's just a, you know like anything. So much more to that sport right. than, than the the reason those beers got thrown out on the at the Penguins <laughs> game is speaking of that goal, it got redirected, kicked up in the air, and then Jake Gensel for the Pittsburgh hacky sacked the puck basically with his. Cleat or is that, is that legal? Skate. Yeah, he hacky sacked it up and then hit it in the goal midair with his stick. And I guess you dirty. cannot score a goal if your stick is higher than the top bar of the net. The, okay. That makes so, sense. So you can't the, just the like, pipe. Yeah, you know the piping that goes around the net. If your stick, when you make contact with the puck to shoot, is higher than the top pipe. Yeah. Then that's a high stick goal and, and it's waved off. So right. it went under review and it was it was dead on. He was probably seven feet away, but he hacky sacked it up and hit it in like that. It was unbelievable. But uh, they called it a goal, went and reviewed it, came back out and said, "Call stands." And then that's when <laughs> the beer started oh, coming. Man. But yeah. Anyways, back to the stars. They. I didn't really have too much else other than that, other than just. The energy. I mean, a yeah. couple times I just look over at my brother like, this means a little bit more to these people than, yeah. you know, w- w- me and my brother being big football fans growing up. I mean, it just means, especially, the th- I think the 300 level was a yeah. great way to take it in. Yeah. Just because yeah. there was idiot guy to my front <laughs> left and clearly just like yelling everything that could have been a questionable call, but like he doesn't really know. He's just going to yell at the refs or yell at the other team. And then there's these kids, you know, probably one or two years out of college right behind us yelling in a fratty way, but you could tell like over the course of the game, it's like, okay, they're actually yelling intelligent things. Like you would hear them like, oh yeah, that that was a good, that was good offsides. Or like that was, that was icing. But then when they actually thought something was the wrong way, much like I like to think we are with That's like Boise State, what? where we can we get revved up, but we can we can honestly, hopefully, say like, yeah, okay, that was a hold, you know, Ezra, that was you got him there, you oh, got him. I, I've distanced myself from logic for ninety seconds at a time. I say things that get me in trouble with what's his name. Uh, Who's our Russia friend? Your Russia friend uh, got us to, to good seats. Down low, extra mile. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll call him Tom. 
Yeah, I had a couple of four-letter words. George. 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 Couldn't have been Tom. Yeah. Yeah, so. Hi, George. <laughs> awesome you game. Playoff hockey. Maybe regular season hockey. Maybe all games are that way. For sure, playoff hockey. Yeah. Any chance I get from here on out. I'm yeah, gonna, I'm, yeah. Gonna try, I'm gonna try to get in, the, yeah. in that arena. Yeah, NHL though, ECHL, <laughs> come on, you know. Steelies, man. It's different. I mean, Steelies are, of course, the, the forty-five hundred people <laughs> on a Tuesday but, night against the Allen Americans. See you there. See you. I'll be but there. sixteen in a yeah. in a suite sometime in probably <laughs> mid February. <laughs> See you there, Byron Nelson. Okay, so it wasn't just a yeah. Dallas Stars trip. Byron Nelson was in town. Um, well, Isn't he also, dead? The actual guy? Yeah. Byron Nelson, or is he alive? Rest in peace. Good player. So he wasn't um, in town. Unless he's buried there. I don't know where Byron Doesn't Nelson is. Okay, the tournament. The golfer is buried. <laughs> the event was in town, McKinney, Texas. Um, bit, widely growing area, from what I'm told. Just yeah. uh, PGA Tour headquarters are now in McKinney, Texas. Really? I don't know if you knew that. Moved from, what is it, Ponte Vedra? They just built a new building there in Ponte Verde. So this is also a third-party source. We can, oh. we can, someone can fact check us. Fanslow or whomever <laughs> else might be out there. Fred Sutton, I think. Shout Fred out Sutton. Fred Sutton. Congrats. <laughs> Shout out Fred Sutton. Get the boys going. My, my Road favorite, to the Natty starts tomorrow. My favorite swing coach in college, Fred Sutton. Couldn't work with Thought Chris that Jensen. Was Crash Nichols. Northwest Nazarene <laughs> University has a new. Men's head golf, men's and women's, men's and men's women's and head women's. golf coach and business professor <laughs> yeah, Fred, uh, Fred Sutton, yeah, Doctor Fred Sutton, Doctor Sutton, uh, Doc Long Long Beach State. Would, Fred Sutton would would be a shame if we didn't shout out the one, the only Craig Stensgard. Yes, um, hell of a run. Yeah, he's gonna take his talents. Couple regional to the, uh, the HR space now. Yeah, Kerry Cook, <laughs> some of the other boys, Milburn. Yep, um, Cook's out. Oh, is he? He's not. Yeah, he's gone. Oh, of, wow! From the HR, yeah, BO oh, from NNU. Oh, well, yeah, from, yeah, from NNU. They're they're starting into this. They're yes, they're like they're starting yes. their own yes. outsourced HR company. That there was like yeah, that, that one, we might have had to cut that. <laughs> <laughs> um, Don't know the name of it. Craig Sensgard, our college coach. Love him always. 2015 Great Northwest Athletic Conference champion. 2014. 14. GNAC, second one ever. Yep. School history. Connor Magnuson, eagle to seal it. Appreciate it. Some adversity, Team effort. Some adversity on the way there. Yep. Right. Didn't yep. have a driver in a bag then. <laughs> Double, <laughs> doubled 18. Still shot low. Only, only uh, player under par that day. Yeah. Ended up in a playoff. Team effort. Yeah, Justin, I think uh, the tap-in par to officially ice it. Heck yeah. Nick Hardy got the, got the birdie. Good player. Went on to regionals that year. <laughs> 78-something in Texas. For, for but your that's entire fine. life, you will have those memories. Yeah. We'll have our names on a banner in the JSC Johnson Sports Until Center. they take that down. But <laughs> <laughs> I think it's still up. Um, I forget where, what we were talking we about. We were on about Byron Nelson. Byron Nelson went out there Thursday, um, just by myself, doing my own thing. Tried to see as much of the course as I could. It's a very spread out course, so I mean, I would think several miles from 
the loop where like the front nine and range starts and then all the way up to the north side of the course it's just very spread out look that way on google earth yeah (laughs) so i tried to cover as much ground as i could saw um you know featured groups that day were xander uh kisner and dj i saw them tee off on 16 um i think dj blocked it out (laughs) into the wherever that was but um, saw Spieth and Scheffler, by far the biggest gallery oh, yeah. that day. Spieth, Scheffler, and KH Lee ended up being the, the <laughs> champion. So that was a heck of a group to watch. Yeah. Um, yeah, cool property. They, they were really, really trying to be Waste Management 2.0. They had the 17th hole, par 3, Actually, let's see, 16 yeah. at Waste Management. It was the 17th at this Byron Nelson that they were trying to make into a, a mini stadium. Yeah. Kind of cool um, cool effort, I would say. I mean, it's definitely not Waste Management. Hard to reproduce. That. Yeah, hard to reproduce. But they've got, you know, the Thunderbirds that are out there yeah. at the Waste Management. They've got, like, the similar look of like they had bright red pants and a white polo and a bright red cap and just the guys walking around i don't know if they had a name for themselves but they were they just took on tried to take on like a lot of themes of what the waste management is trying to be which i think is cool i mean two or three of those tournaments scattered every year i think is fine as long as it's not back-to-back weeks i don't think every tournament should be that way you know certainly not majors but i thought it was cool what they were trying to do out there nice course um who yeah. who who struck a uh tree that rebounded oh yes. in mouth lucas oh, the one the uh, only luke donald donald former world number one uh was <laughs> wow. down on the sixth hole i believe there's that's anyone who's going to go to tpc craig ranch at the byron nelson in the future hang out on the fairway area of the sixth hole because there's it's a par five, people are hitting drivers. There's a hazard that kind of creeps up on the left side that any pull, any pull or hook tee shot is in that hazard, but playable. <laughs> so it's just like a red, you know, penalty area, I believe it's called now. But it's just like wooded trees and little like native area over there. So guys are hitting it in there, but they're trying to punch out, trying to hit a little sling hook (laughs) out of there. And Luke Donald hit one that ricocheted off a tree, hit someone, I think, in the shoulder, managed to to come like five feet to my right, and then hit another person in their leg. (laughs) And like that's where it stopped, right next to a cart path. And I got it all on video on Snapchat. Anyone who wants to see it, <laughs> reach out. And re- and it was it was an amazing video, just like an amazing it thing to nuts. be a part of. The thing that'll go unnoticed about that whole situation was just the absolute nails next shot that he hit. Yeah, just an absolute. Like if you're in trouble, you know you're you missed a fairway, you're behind some trees, you dream of that just like perfect punch between a couple trees, kind of have to elevate it a little bit to get through a window. I mean, he hit just 
one of the most amazing next shots yeah. from that. That yeah. will absolutely go unnoticed. The next shots <laughs> are always incredible. Amazing. <laughs> at it that, seems. Yeah, at that level. So, yeah, it was a, it was a fun day. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, K, what, is it K.H. Lee? Is K. that right? K.H. Lee. K.H. Lee is a, is a G. He, was, yeah. he can hit the golf ball. Held off yeah. Spieth with, in a road game. Yeah. <laughs> Spieth yeah. and Scheffler. First hole, I'll say for Scotty Scheffler, I was the first hole. You can kind of look at the green, and then you can run up to the next tee box and just look right behind it. Um, me being a tall guy, I could like see over where they had just like whatever the partition to kind of keep people away from yeah. the tee box. I could actually see over it, being six four. So I was just like running. Yeah. From the first green vantage point up to the 2T, and no one else was back there because they couldn't like see over the wall. So I did that for Spieth Scheffler. I mean, I did that for like countless other Mark Leishman, Adam Scott group, just a lot of other good players when I was on that part of the course. And forget where I was going with this story. <laughs> Scheffler. But Scheff yeah, Scheffler in the first. And he kind of hooked his drive into the bunker, fairway bunker on the first hole. 160-yard bunker shot to, like, a pretty tough green, pretty tucked pin. Just hits it. And, then, you know, these guys in front of me just, like, talking. Just everything under the sun, every comment or take that they had, you know, oh, no way in hell he, you know, <laughs> gets close here. Scheffler hits it, skips up, two-hop, check to literally, like, Two and a half feet, oh. kick in for birdie. He's That's like, dirty. oh, yeah. I guess he, I, I guess he managed. He managed to, to do it. From That's there. cool to see. And it's just like, yeah. I mean, I know he, you know, PGA Championship week now. He he missed the cut, but the that tournament he was still kind of in Scheffler mode from, yeah. you know, Masters world number one. Four was it? Four wins or three wins and however whatever stretch that was. He was still feeling some of the magic, and like that first hole was like, oh, yeah, this guy's. Yeah. I mean, I think he shot whatever four or five hundred that day, but four and six is that right? Match with play. with the Masters, yeah, yeah I, th I think six. that's right. Four out of six, and he, yeah, it was cool to to catch him during that, and you know, speed too yeah. in that uh, second place finish. So, is, yeah, a lot of fun. Is Mito Pereira going to finish it off tomorrow? So... What is that? <laughs> in the PGA, no. In the PGA Championship. Correct. Yes. The The answer is no. Okay. And I did watch him tee off on the yeah. 16th hole, that same, same area I was talking about where I saw Xander and DJ. I want to say he, he had a little scare there for a while at, hmm. at the Byron Nelson. Or like first day he was seven under at one point or something. I, I don't know. You might check me on that. But he was playing well at the Byron Nelson. It seems like in the May. I mean, wasn't someone? No, Scheffler had it the whole way at the Masters. I I just think where Mito is at, Scheffler obviously being a completely different caliber player. You know, trying to get your first major. Um. Where Scheffler could could pull it together at the Masters, you yeah, know, he, he actually held on. Or was Smith? In, no, it was it was Scheffler who was had the Saturday night, didn't he? Yeah, that wasn't two, Smith. Two strokes on Cam Smith. Smith was too bad. They had a couple of walls yeah. there at the beginning. Yeah, and then Scheffler like 
chipped in from chipped off in the green for three. three yeah. yeah. Nails birdie on eighteen yeah. for Pereira today. I did not expect that. <laughs> what was that, the that, comment that, as he struck the ball? Get halfway. Get halfway. <laughs> <laughs> um, Does I don't know much about this kid tomorrow and cry. Does he ball his eyes out with his wife tomorrow morning? I think he like Scheffler did. No, Sunday at the Masters. Mas- I think he wakes up with an absolute heart on. Just <laughs> the PGA whatever Champions happens Champions. happens out there. It, Masters is on a different level. The PGA Championship's a big tournament, but it, what you're saying, you think he can? But you think he just waltzes into a 68? No, tomorrow I'm, and, I'm saying he's not going to ball his eyes out like Scheffler did at the okay. Masters. If, if, if Scheffler did not win the Masters and he was in Mito's position, I don't think he would ball his eyes out. The Masters is like yeah, the, the Masters, Masters. Is, yeah, fair. Three shot lead. Who do we have behind him? Uh, Matty Fitz. R- roll tide. Roll tide to seven back. <laughs> yeah. Seven back? Seven back. JT. Two under? Two under or three under? Two. Oh, I didn't realize. Bogey 18. Kind of seven back. Him and Bubba Watson struggled today. They played together. Both shot four and three over. But hey, not a. a Zal Torres, I think. So what are you. Yeah. And, and like contrasting Zal Torres with Mito. Yeah, Matthew Fitzpatrick four under and is actually five under. He started bogey bogey and went five under the rest of the day. Him and Mito only players with three under par rounds. Yeah. So what are you saying is going to happen? Uh, I, there's no way anybody from one under wins because not everybody's going to fault like falter that bad. Nobody's going to shoot seven or eight under tomorrow. If there was a guy, it's Rory. No, Justin Thomas. Rory even? Rory's even. Okay. Oh, he's even? Yeah. Oh, man. So so that might, I know it's one stroke, but that might be, that might be. I think Justin Thomas is the only big player to have a chance. Bubba. I don't think Bubba. Okay. Yeah, I think. Matthew Fitzpatrick, Will Zal Torres, or Justin Thomas gets it done tomorrow. I mean, in Seamus Power. In terms of. He's got a good chance. In terms of just quality of players, Abraham Answer. Yeah. Yeah. He, where's where's Answer at? Four under. Yeah. Zal Torres, Fitzy. I mean, he is three clear, and that starts meaning something. Three is not two. Three, three is not two. But meet. I mean, what. what Percentage chance do you give Mito tomorrow? Am I saying that right? Mito? I'm going to go get some Bovada odds right now. See if 40% chance. 40? Okay. I just... Over under two and a half bogeys on the front nine tomorrow. Under? He'll make two bogeys on the front nine. Um, I, is it okay if we jump back a step real quick? Sure. No Penguins uh, breaking news agreed to terms with Brian Rust today on a six-year contract. <laughs> sure, they're just so going to so send the salary cap. That's uh, Sid and Brian Rust are going to be back. Now we have Malkin and Latang. So we got one of the three that were maybe going to be gone locked in. So all right, back, that's big. Back to golf eases the pain a little bit. Yeah. So what kind of what kind of action can we get right now? <clears throat> Mito is plus 150 right now. 
Fitzpatrick plus 350. Willie Z plus 400. That, hey, here we go. That surprises me that How about this he has worse there? odds than... Abraham Answer plus 1,800. Sign me up and order me a bottle of his that tequila is, Put as well. five bucks on it? That is a... Um, a Micho shelf. Pereira last night only got nine and a half hours of sleep, which he said is down from his weekly average of 11. If he averages 11 hours of sleep a night, how much do you think he's getting tonight? That first of all, that's incredible. <laughs> that's like depression level of sleep. That's I think that's unhealthy. <laughs> I think that's, I, I think it's like what is it? They say eight to ten. You shouldn't sleep more than ten hours a day. I don't see why you need no more need. than nine, nine and a half. But right. anyway, yeah, uh, Mito, you're probably getting solid six. Mito, you maybe. tuning in? That's with a couple Nyquils. Rory plus eight. Thousand. Rory's got no chance. Watch out for him. Uh, Rory's Lucas got, Herbert. Rory's Watch got a out. swing. Rory's Plus got thirty thousand. <laughs> Lucas Herbert. Rory has a swing that drops too much. It's too unfortunately. It's just just, too, just listen to this really quick though on Lucas Herbert. Sixty-eight, seventy-three, sixty-eight. Yeah, you could throw a little sixty-six together. Rory? Webb Simpson, 500 Lucas today. Herbert. Yeah, excellent round. You're not going to go... That's my thing, though. You're not going to go runner-runner. You're not going to go 5-under, 7-under Yeah. if you're Webb Simpson. So I like someone who maybe had an average to JT 4-over today. You're telling me he doesn't shoot 66 tomorrow? He's not going to be thrilled with today. He's got a brand-new putter. In I'm going to say it right now. Mito Pereira <laughs> will not have the lead. After five holes tomorrow. <laughs> How much, I, I will... We, we bet fake money on this show. I will bet you whatever you want. That he has... What? He goes wire to wire from in terms of no. tonight to the podium? You said he will not have the lead at the, after five holes. Or like, tie. Like his five holes. So yeah. when he's through five... He will be tied. <laughs> Willie Z is two under, and he's plus two. Or yeah, Willie Z know. can't putt. Anyways, Willie Z's leading the field. We got the final round of the PGA Championship tomorrow. Looking forward yeah, to it. Be Southern Love Hills, it. Tulsa, Oklahoma flew, flew over uh, directly over Tulsa. Took a peek down at it. Couldn't find the course. <laughs> we flew about thirty miles north. We flew. Uh, New York to Atlanta, Atlanta to Boise. Oh, so you did the, the Atlanta to Boise Delta? Yeah, we shirt. did Atlanta to Boise Delta. It's a big flight for Boise. It is. Direct to Atlanta. Yeah, it is. So we flew right over Tulsa. We were about probably 15 miles north of town at 37,000 feet. And the course is about 5 to 10 miles south of the center of town. Mm-hmm. So I was about 20 to 30 miles away, so I couldn't see the course at all. And it was cloudy and stuff, but... Seemed to be a nice day when I flew over. Fine. Uh, I will I will go ahead and make... I'm going to stick with the Seamus Power thing. I'm going to go runner-runner, Seamus Power. <laughs> Tomorrow? <laughs> Correct. What are the odds? Plus 4,000 and no, there will be no fake money wagered on Seamus Power. There will be real money. No. Oh, no. Oh. I thought you were we actually going to get some action. bet legally in Idaho. Why would I do such a thing? Of course. No. Yeah, why would you have Bovada access? I don't know. 
Um, Sheamus Power. Anyways, <laughs> what, what was his score today? Uh, like a 63 six, under 67 67 yeah, yeah be... okay any 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 NBA playoffs crap I I hate the NBA playoffs this year this is the worst why because LeBron's the games not suck. in it no, it's just blow every game is one sided and and Golden State's gonna win the NBA championship and that sucks and you know why because they're better than because Curry the looked in the camera last year and said you don't want us next year DNA heart of a champion. All those things are true, and it sucks to watch. I watched the game two Dallas last night. If you're Absolutely. a San Diego Padres is, fan, that series is over. If if San Diego Padres fans, if San Diego yes. Padres win five titles in the next ten years, oh, people, that sucks. No, That's not, what you're not saying. For me. Not for me at all, but for the general sports fan, if I wasn't a Padres guy, yeah, I'd get sick of Tatis the and LA Chachi. Dodgers. If they had Probably. five titles, I'd get, I'd be sick of them. Tatis would be freaking irritating if I wasn't a Padres guy <laughs> after three World Series. But one on the way to one, easy guy to get behind. As odds for the Warriors and Jordan Leisure's not here tonight. There is no Draymond Green on the Padres. But anyway, yes, no but Jordan tonight. No Jordan bad. tonight. But odds that the Mavericks can hold on to a lead at home, unlike Game <laughs> 2. And can any other player on the Mavericks consistently score over 20 points? Besides consistently Brunson? Jalen Brunson's the only but no, other option but, for that. But I would also yeah. argue no, not, can't, not consistently. What over-under or what point total... Do you think the Mavericks will have to put up to beat the Warriors? Like do you one, think one twenty five? You think it has to get that high? It's I just every game can yeah they change. they could win a one ten. They, they gotta play defense. Game. And in the last five minutes last night, there was no chance for the for them no. to stop no. anything Golden State. Did. No, no. Four, Van Gundy was shoot. saying it like, and yeah, that's really to stop. That's really over and over. And over. Just the playoffs kind of catching up to to Dallas. I mean, what on earth with Phoenix? But that's its own thing. Yeah, that, Phoenix that was, is that was something I can't explain. <laughs> but that was the wor- point proven on on that game. What was it game seven? Yeah, that yeah. was game seven, right? That was the worst <laughs> basketball game in a while. Lobsided. I think it was seventy-five to thirty-five at one point. I- <laughs> 76 and it's like how do you watch that that game is that game was over in the second quarter there are some garbage basketball games every day in our country and that one that, one, <laughs> that was there was not right a, at the top there was not a 16-1 matchup in the tournament this year there was not a YMCA game across America that was that lopsided <laughs> unwatchable yeah yeah, Jordan gave the uh, Mavs in six when I picked up the mic from him a couple days ago. Which he, on this series, he and needs, he, he also said the Mavs had zero okay. chance against the. Yeah, Suns. he was heavy on Phoenix from the start. On like Phoenix is something unbelievable, and Phoenix had won like nine in a row against Dallas before that series. Really, and then yeah, that was that was. So a, don't listen. So four in a row, <laughs> Luka. Let's not be at least Mavs Bullock. takes. Yeah. Maybe yeah, NBA his, takes. yeah, the Mavs takes. He can't. Separate from emotion. Yeah, and that's fair. <laughs> oh man, we got uh, a couple minutes left. BSU, Oregon State, Labor Day odds are out. 
a little bit of energy there. And bum, someone bum, wrote bum, someone bum, wrote bum. NFL draft. We don't we don't need to get into that. Personal golf that. would be more of a <laughs> Justin. How'd you play today? Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, the last round I played was the 28th of April, and then I took a week off. Then I went to New York. That's three weeks. Three weeks. I've got, uh, you know, playing on punch greens is not very fun. Two and a half weeks, still. It's not healed. It is not fun. I would say the greens, mm, for those golf people out there, their greens were rolling about a seven and a half or an eight today on the stent meter. Um, It was. can, Can I go on record? Hillcrest punched green situation is the worst greens I've ever played on. <laughs> wow. And yeah. that's no joke. And you've played at Boise Ranch. And Hillcrest <laughs> on any time of year. On an average point during the year is some of the best greens in the Treasure Valley. When they punch the worst punch <laughs> greens I've ever set foot on. That's good to know. And I don't know I don't know why. I don't know why. We played that round with yeah. Skiles and them a couple of years back. I mean, how were they today? Not they weren't slow, that bad. I mean, but it, they, you know, they, it, it's it's just slow. Like they bounce around, but regardless of that, um, there's something called the hosel rockets that come up in my <laughs> round every round, and I've had them for two years now, and I cannot oh, shake them. Seven so. years. <laughs> um, you know, uh, two and a half shanks, no out of bounds, no water balls. Um, actually, I. Did lose a ball in the water, but it was not a penalty to me. Number 11, number two for the yeah. Boise Open is the first of the back-to-back par fives. I hit a power line over the uh, canal. Oh, wow. If you hit the power line, it's a mandatory retee. Yep. If you hit the power line and it goes 400 yards in the fairway, you it's a mandatory retee. So I hit the power line, dropped straight in the canal. I got a free retee. <laughs> did you go get it? No. It's straight. No, the canal's full of water. <laughs> but... Um, for the right that price, was the only sucks. ball. <laughs> that actually, that's only ball I lost today. Seventy-eight from the whites today. Um, white tees the playing about one ups. Playing about sixty-five hundred yards at a par seventy-one, and the PGA Championship is seventy-six hundred yeah. yards <laughs> as a par seven. Par seventy, which is insane. <laughs> so um, same you know, elevation, probably more elevation. Two and a half, yeah. three weeks off. I. Got home Thursday, went to the range on Friday. How hit, did the practice session go? Hit about Friday. 30 balls, shanked five of them. <laughs> <laughs> Called it good. We've got a scramble on Monday. We'll figure things out. And, uh, you know, my next tournament is uh, two weekends from now, so I'll be ready to roll. <laughs> and I can't wait to be back here and fill you in on my, all my victories. Nothing like a Perfect. good Monday scramble to sharpen <laughs> things up. <laughs> You're lashing driver off every tee. Uh, right on. Okay. How's this NBA game? We got uh, Miami up ten. Okay, Sorry. we're getting closer. It was twenty six at the start of our could, show here. Could squeak into a game. Yeah, we've been on for an hour and twenty minutes. This is good. Thirty to forty five minutes. I hope we game. cut that intro. No, we're gonna let that thing. Run. No, <laughs> absolutely so. brutal. Beeves. Yeah, we yeah. Fin- finish the yeah. topic yeah. minus one and a half. Out of Corvallis on September third. Yeah, they. Uh, I, I'll just say, is the stadium going to be ready? Is stadium no. going to be done? That so sucks. are they playing at a high what? school, West Albany? No, <laughs> go Bulldogs. They should. 
But no, they'll they'll have one full side. It's going to be a high there. school joke yeah, of a game. Ten thousand people in attendance. I'm just kidding. Can't wait for it. September third. <laughs> a couple of us will be on site. Hopefully, oh, yeah. Lord willing. I'm there. Lord willing. Yeah. Give me your preferred away jersey combination. Are you a stormtrooper guy? <laughs> you want some blue in there, or you can't throw any orange in there because Oregon State. But Please bring out the stormtrooper. Every every blue, every piece of blue that you want to put on your uniform. What about a blue helmet, white jersey, blue pants? I'm a big fan of that one. I, I liked the Oreo cookie look mm-hmm. that went into Provo and beat some BYU ass last October. So black helmet, white top, black pants kind of kind of Well, be all right. you're pulling too much black for the black and orange school. Yeah. This is true. We'll just, it's got to be we'll all blue. Just feed off that. Yeah, it's got to be. Give all us the all blue. blue. All blue. Come on. All blue against all. But you orange. can't have a dark colored jersey if Oregon State wears a solid jersey. You have to have white. So why not blue, white, white color blue. rush? All orange, all we're, blue. We're not doing color rush. Okay. So I, I wouldn't mind a blue and orange. Regardless, we got a uh, one and a half point line and go go Broncos. Absolutely no idea. What can you trust on offense for this year for the Broncos? I don't even know who's playing yet. So. <laughs> Hank Bachmeyer apparently wants to play professional football, <clears throat> as we learned in whatever interview that was <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. in the offseason. George Halani. 30 touches for Halani. Apparently, some true freshman. Is it true freshman or transferred? Uh, we back? got Stephon Cobbs. True freshman back from Texas, as I understand. What part of Texas? I'm wondering. I need. Couldn't tell you. Maybe Stephon Cobbs. Maybe it's Plano. Yeah, hopefully Cobbs and the ankle get along this year. A little Davis Cutter action. We got an O line. So Octavius we, Evans coming back. Hey, the, 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 the real team, Juku finally. The real team's on the, the real team's on the defense. Yeah, Skinner, Jones. Yeah, those guys. Are shout out. Let's get them on the pod here. Let's <laughs> get JL. Those guys might pod. get one or two from from old Chance. Yeah, yeah. I, I I'm looking forward. My dad is a, a Beaver alum. My sister currently enrolled at Oregon State. Yeah. Your brother, former player. Alumni. Um, there's there's gonna be some mixed. Speaking of Oregon, no mixed emotions for me at, at all. <laughs> Go Broncos, but at all is strong. Also, a quick Oregon State shout out. So we're talking about golf. Carson Berry from Eagle, Idaho, high school golfer from the local yeah. area, plays at Oregon State right now. He qualified as an individual for the national championship. Shout national out national tournament. tournament. National tournament. He also qualified through uh, U.S. Open locals, so he's on his way to the U.S. Open sectional tournament. Yeah, and Nationals in Greyhawk this week, where the average it. for the four rounds will be 104 degrees in Phoenix. <laughs> Why did they play it there back to back years? It's it's there for like the next five years. They signed a contract wow. so they can guarantee good weather and everything. But hey, Carson, go get him. I know you're tuning in. <laughs> Shout out top 20, top 25 last year. Yeah, he won a four uh, for one playoff to get to nationals. So hey, yeah, he had a good one there last year. We'll see. Sure, hope to. That's cool. Hope to improve on that. So, yeah, some good. We'll we'll see what we can get get together the rest of the summer. the 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 great sports chasm will begin at the end of the NBA playoffs, and where it's just eight weeks of baseball yeah. <laughs> throwaway talk, absolutely garbage NFL news, and yeah, you know, a couple <laughs> golf tournaments, a couple tennis tournaments, yeah. and yeah, U.S. Open, and and then man, is it a sprint from. Labor Day through March Come Madness. On. Come <laughs> on. All right, that's all I got. 
We good? I appreciate it. Oh yeah, we'll be back. Look forward Until to seeing you, you soon. Goodbye. Hit, hit it hard. <laughs> hit it hard, huh? Oh.